Hey guys, welcome to the Fantasy NBA Show. My name's Elliot Class. I'm a fun guy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy NBA Stats. On today's episode, we'll go through everything from opening night, including Siakam and Van Vliet going mental. Is the board man the new king in LA? We'll also have some news on the 11-game slate for tomorrow. All right, let's get stuck in. All right, guys, the NBA is finally back. I'm sure you guys were all the same as me. Woke up, the air smelt fresher, had a spring in my step. Uh, yeah, it's good to have it back. Uh, we'll get stuck straight into it. The first game was the Pelicans against the Raptors. Of course, the Raptors won in overtime, 130 to 122. So yeah, we already had our first overtime, so five minutes of extra basketball. Uh, we're all happy about that. So the Pelicans uh, had yeah, a pretty strange night. Uh, Alvin Gentry decided to go with a 12-man rotation, which is yeah just unheard of. Sort of treated, treated it like a um, preseason game. Just everyone got on the court except for Jackson Hayes. Uh, Drew Holiday led this team in minutes with 41 in overtime. Uh, I didn't have a, a good night at all, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I just finished watching both these opening night games. Uh, and I saw the Raptors, their scheme was to just double team and trap uh, Drew Holiday every time he got the ball. So he ended, only ended up with 13 points, uh, six assists, four rebounds, five turnovers. But yeah, he did have two blocks. I uh, went one, one of six from three-point line for 16% and shot uh, six of 15 from the field for 40%. But yeah, like I said, they, they just schemed hard against Drew Holiday. Uh, every time he got the ball, he just yeah was smothered. So that led to Brandon Ingram having a pretty big night. He had 22 points, five rebounds, five assists. And like I spoke about on previous podcasts about Ingram, was that his lack of defensive stats is what holds him back. But tonight, he proved he could do it. He had a one steal and two blocks, so that's pretty promising. He also had two threes and went eight of 19 from the field. Uh, so yeah, Ingram showed quite a lot. Um, we know he's going to have to step up with Zion out and he's shift up to the four. So yeah, pretty promising stuff from Brown and Ingram. He just looks a, a whole lot more confident. Actually, all three of the Lakers guys on this team, uh, Brown and Ingram, Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart, uh, just being out, out from uh, the spotlight in Los Angeles, they all look just extremely confident in this new team. Yeah, so Josh Hart, in 28 minutes, he had 15 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 3 threes. Uh, yeah, where did this come from? We didn't see this at all in preseason. Uh, we all had our eyes on uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, but it looks like Josh Hart is the shooting guard that you, you're going to want to own from the Pelicans. Because Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he only played 12 minutes. But in those 12 minutes, uh, he had 10 shots. He attempted seven threes as well. So yeah, supremely confident. But yeah, he only hit one of 10 from the field. And that 12 minutes is pretty worrying, especially with his massive uh, 12-man rotation. Um, surely Alvin Gentry is going to have to dwindle this down a bit, tighten it up uh, quite a lot because it's just too many guys playing. It's just unheard of to have a 12-man rotation. In fact, this is what uh, Alvin Gentry said after the game. I thought we played well. You know, I thought uh, everybody gave us something that uh, that went in. I thought Frank was really good off the bench, and uh, uh, Nikhil didn't shoot the ball well. But you know, as a young player, he's going to have those kind of nights where he doesn't. Uh, I still like the fact that he plays with a lot of confidence, and he's going to have nights where he really shoots it well. So, uh, you know, I thought uh, Nikola came in and gave us some really good minutes. So, uh, we're a deep team. We just got to find a way. Uh, you know, to have somebody step up for us at the end. 
that we need to execute. Yeah, and with this uh, 12-man rotation, uh, the center situation is an interesting one. Uh, starter Derek Favors only played 20 minutes. He started off real hot in the first quarter and first half. He had uh, six points, seven rebounds, two assists, one block. But then early in the third quarter, he got into some foul trouble and he didn't come back in until late in the fourth quarter. So if it wasn't for overtime as well, I think, yeah, he would have played well under 20 minutes, which is pretty worrying. Hopefully it's just a foul trouble thing. And with this uh, massive rotation, hopefully it gets dwindled down and you don't see any Jaleel Okafor. But I'm still worried a bit about Nicola Melli and uh, Derek Favors having a timeshare because uh, Nicola Melli was uh, extremely hot. The big Italian uh, raining down meatballs from downtown. He hit four or five from three, uh, five or seven from the field. Uh, he had five rebounds, uh, two assists. Looks like a Miritich 2.0. But yeah, I think he's a great fit for this team. So I think him and Derek Favors are going to see the majority of center minutes this season. Uh, I spoke about Jaleel Okafor. He played 12 minutes in this game when Derek Favors got into some foul trouble. Uh, not much to see there. He had eight points, uh, two rebounds. Uh, got roasted defensively quite a bit as well. So I'm hoping that Derek Favors' defense gets him more minutes in this team. JJ Redick also started in 27 minutes. He had 16 points and went 4 of 6 from 3, 67%. The last guy I want to talk about on the Pelicans was Kenrick Williams. Uh, He played just 18 minutes, but in those 18 minutes, he put up uh, 2 blocks, 1 steal, 3 assists, 6 rebounds. He looked pretty good out there. Just, yeah, didn't score much, but his periphery stats were pretty excellent. So I think he'll have a spot in the rotation as well. All right, over to the Raptors. Uh, They're the opposite of the Pelicans. Nick Nurse decided to run a tight eight-man rotation. Uh, It's pretty surprising for an overtime game as well. Uh, These guys played massive amounts of minutes. Uh, Kyle Lowry played 44 minutes. Uh, Yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, He had 22 points, six assists, five rebounds, two steals. Uh, Shot pretty poorly, though. Uh, 27% from the field, four of 15, and three of 11 from three. Uh, but the guy that was the main surprise packet was uh, Fred Van Vliet. I've been talking him up a lot in preseason as a breakout, but yeah, not to this level. This is just absolutely crazy. Um, he had 34 points, seven assists, five rebounds, two steals, only two turnovers, went five of seven from three, 71%, and he shot 12 of 18, 67% from the field. Uh, Pretty uh, crazy percentages there. Obviously not sustainable, but yeah, it's a good sign on opening night for Fred Van Vliet. I've got a few questions about Fred Van Vliet. People ask me, should I pick him up off my waiver? Uh, yeah, definitely. Go pick up Fred Van Vliet if you're sitting on your waiver. Uh, it's a no-brainer to me. Uh, another guy that went absolutely mental was Pascal Siakam. Uh, he played 38 minutes. He had 34 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, one block, he went 2 of 5 from 3, 11 from 26 from the field, and he also fouled out. So he would have been an even bigger line if he didn't foul out late in the fourth, so he didn't play any overtime. Uh, he had the 18 rebounds, it's just mental, and, and six of those were offensive rebounds. So he just cleaned up on the glass today. Um, yeah, Pascal, could he uh, win most improved two years in a row? It's never happened before. Uh, could he take that uh, another step forward and become an all-star? Um, playing like this, I think he's definitely a lock to be an all-star, especially in the East. Over to OG Ananobi, another guy who played big minutes. He had 35 minutes, had 11 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Also hit 1-3, 5-12 from the field, 42%. Yeah, Nick, like I said, Nick Nurse, he ran a real tight rotation. There's only a handful of guys he really trusts, and it looks like OG is going to be one of those guys. 
Uh, a lot of the periphery guys like Stan Johnson, Matt Thomas, uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson didn't get any minutes in this game. Uh, this is what Nick Nurse had to say about those guys and him not trusting them on defense. Both in terms of that defensive mindset that you've brought in, defensive-minded guys, so in addition to the guys that have been here that know the identity, it's also nope. got Rondé nope. and Nope. Those guys, those guys, have, those guys uh, sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but those guys have not understood, uh, A, how hard we play, B, our schemes, uh, that defense is a priority for them, et cetera. I, I, I got, we got some work to do with all that crew. You know, come Tuesday night, there's a couple spots there open if somebody wants them. And I keep telling you that, show me you're going to play defense, show me you're going to play hard, show me you understand our coverage, just show me how, and then I don't, whatever you do at the other end, you're going to get opportunities just because who you're on the floor with. And they'll come to you. You don't have to come down and occupy your 95% of your mind with how you're going to break down and get your next shot. It's not going to get you on the floor right now. We've got to find who's going to who's going to blend in quickly defensively with this crew. So yeah, Nick Nurse being pretty candid about his rotations and his non-trust in a lot of those fringe players. So that bodes well for a lot of the core players from last year, including OG Ananobi. Because if yeah, if he's going to see over 32, 33 minutes a game. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a mystery box, but those minutes are pretty tantalizing for OG in deeper leagues. Uh, other guys that were in the rotation were Mark Gasol. He played 31 minutes. Uh, pretty poor night, though, to be honest. He only had six points, four rebounds, one assist, two of nine from the field for 22%. Uh, the four rebounds, yeah, something to look at because uh, Pascal Siakam was just grabbing everything out of the air uh, with his 18 rebounds. That also affected Sergi Barker. He only had five rebounds, uh, but he had 13 points, um, four of 10 from the field, 40% in just 25 minutes. Uh, the other two guys in the rotation were Terrence Davis. He had 15 minutes. That's the new rookie this year. Uh, Norman Powell had 28 minutes. But yeah, he wasn't his usual self. Uh, microwave scoring off the bench. He only went 2 of 7 from the field for 28%. Um, he also had 8 rebounds though, 2 assists, and only 5 points. Uh, the final play of the last quarter for them to win the game. It's, it's funny thing, Nick Nurse ran an isolation play for Norman Powell to take the game-winning shot, which is pretty weird. Uh, at that stage, granted, uh, Pascal Siakam was already fouled out, but they had Kyle Lowry and they had Fred Van Vliet, who was like bloody human torch on the night. But yeah, he decided to go with Norman Powell, which was pretty strange. All right, over to the Battle of Los Angeles. The Lakers ended up getting defeated by the Clippers, 112-102. The Lakers came out hot and they were yeah destroying the Clippers in the first quarter until uh, the bench unit for the Clippers came on and just destroyed. Uh, on the night, the Clippers bench uh, outscored the Lakers bench 60-19. to 19. So yeah, that was the main story of the whole game, just the depth the depth uh, difference between these two teams. So for the Lakers, AD played 37 minutes. He had 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. So pretty well-rounded game. Uh, shot 8 of 21 from the field, uh, attempted two threes, but yeah, didn't hit any. LeBron James had 36 minutes, uh, 18 points, uh, 8 assists, 9 rebounds, 5 turnovers, 1 block, 1 steal. Uh, shot pretty poorly, 7 of 19 from the field, 36%. Uh, JaVale McGee started at center, uh, 17 minutes. He had 4 points, 2 rebounds, uh, 2 blocks. But yeah, just a 17 minutes. Um, yeah, t- a bit of a timeshare there with Dwight Howard. Uh, yeah, to me, they should be starting Anthony Davis at center, even more so after watching today's game. AD would just dominate at center. He would have killed Zubac and uh, Montrez, but yeah, they decided to play 
uh, McGee and Howard at center quite a lot today. Dwight looked pretty average, to be honest. He's Yeah, he's still the same uh, washed-up Dwight we've known for the last few years. He had three points, uh, six rebounds, one block, uh, one of three from the field. So, yeah, nothing much to look at for Dwight Howard there. Uh, Avery Bradley, there's a lot of hype about him in the preseason. Uh, he had eight points, uh, three rebounds, uh, nothing else there. KCP, he had uh, 27 minutes, had zero points and five fouls. Nothing much else there as well. So yeah, as the train goes, there's just not a lot of depth on this team. Uh, Danny Green was the one bright light outside uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. In 32 minutes, he had 28 points, seven rebounds, two steals, one block, went seven of nine from three for 78%, uh, 10 of 14 from the field for 71%. So yeah, extremely good uh, hot shooting from Danny Green. Um, Yeah, he looks like the only guy that's a real threat out of those two main guys and Maybe Kuzma when he comes back or uh, the bold mamba, Alex Caruso, still dealing with an injury. They could have used him tonight. Uh, they ended up, yeah, the other rotation guys were Troy Daniels for 16 minutes, Quinn Cook, 16 minutes, Jared Dudley, 13 minutes. So, yeah, when you're rolling out trash like that, you're going to lose to an, an elite uh, two-way team like the Clippers are. All right, over to the Clippers now. The board man, Kawhi Leonard, had 13 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block, shot 10 of 19 from the field for 53%. Uh, yeah, just absolutely dominant on both ends of the floor. Uh, anytime he, he drives right and does a pull-up mid-range, uh, yeah, it's an easy bucket for him. He went six of 10 from two-pointers today. I know the mid-range shot uh, is... Yeah, all the analytics say it's a bad shot in the modern NBA. But when yeah, Kawhi's that efficient at it, yeah, you got to go to that every time. Uh, another guy that was uh, shooting uh, deadly mid-rangers today was Lou Williams. Off the bench, he played uh, 37 minutes. He had 21 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 1 steal. Went 8 or 14 from the field. Extremely efficient at 57%. So those two guys just tore them a new one. Um, yeah, especially Kawhi. They, they had Danny Green on him in the first quarter which was, yeah, really held him in check. That's why um, the Lakers were on that hot streak in the first quarter. Then for some reason, they changed it up and put KCP on him. Kawhi's eyes must have lit up every time he saw KCP come to defend him. Absolute zero on defense. So not sure what uh, Frank Vogel or Jason Kidd were thinking there. But yeah, you can't, come on, you can't be serious. You can't, you can't uh, defend the fun guy with trash like KCP. Uh, Ivica Zubac got the start. He only played nine minutes. Uh, he was perfect from the field, four of four, hundred percent, eight points, uh, one rebound. That's pretty much it for him. Zubac looks like a placeholder for Montrez Harrell, who played a whopping thirty-eight minutes. Uh, he had seventeen points, uh, four assists, uh, seven rebounds, one steal, one block, seven uh, eleven from the field, sixty-four uh, percent. So yeah, Trez and Lou will off the bench playing like massive minutes. It's not something we saw last season. They both came off the bench and played uh, somewhere in the mid twenties last year. So this is a bit unprecedented for us to see uh, Montrez played a whopping 38 minutes because usually his defense is what held him uh, back from being a starter. But yeah, today, Harrell, I've got to give it to him. He was good on defense. Every time they switched uh, LeBron onto him, he held his own against LeBron. So if this is a regular thing and Trez is getting 38 minutes, Jesus Christ, he could be an absolute monster with Lou Will in the pick and roll. Patrick Beverly, yeah, he shot pretty poorly. Two points on one of seven shooting, but he brought his other usual hustle stats. Uh, 10 rebounds. He also had six assists, one block. 
So, yeah, 31 minutes is uh, pretty promising there for Pat Bev. Uh, Landry Shamet also started. He had 26 minutes, just the eight points, uh, two assists, three rebounds, uh, two of four from three, 50%. The surprising starter of the night was uh, Pat Patterson getting a start in this uh, yeah first unit, 17 minutes, just the uh, four points, three rebounds. Um, I think he also contributed to that poor start for the Clippers in the first quarter. It was getting roasted quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's scary to think that would be uh, Paul George when he's fit. So yeah, Clippers comfortably beating the Lakers in double digits without Paul George. Yeah, this team's going to be crazy when Paul George comes back. Probably top five in both offense and defense. Uh, other guys that played a pretty big role, Mo Harkless. He played 29 minutes. I really like what he did. He had 10 points, uh, just four rebounds, but it was the four steals and two blocks that are really handy. And the two threes at 67, uh, 67%. Uh, real, real handy stuff from Mo Harkless. Jermichael Green, another guy off the bench in 19 minutes. He had four from seven from three, 57%, 12 points, six rebounds. So yeah, that's pretty much the story of the game. Clippers depth, uh, their bench just destroying uh, the Lakers' second unit. All right, let's look ahead to tomorrow's games. Uh, Cam Johnson, he won't suit up for the Phoenix Suns uh, in Wednesday's season opener with a calf injury. Also, Ty Jerome won't be playing with an ankle injury. Alonjo Trier, David Fizdale, another Dave Fizz special, uh, reportedly considering starting Alonzo Trier at point guard in their opener. Uh, in preseason, we all thought it was just a three-headed uh, monster at point guard. He was going to either choose between Dennis Smith Jr., Alfred Payton, or Frank Nilakina. And now, all of a sudden, Alonzo Trier, Trier's name's getting bandied about. So, yeah, like I said, watch out for Dave Fizdale's rotations. Another uh, Dave Fizz special was the Mitchell Robinson news. Uh, he actually rolled his ankle in or sprained his ankle in training. But yeah, when Dave Fizdale was talking about about that, he dropped this little nugget of information. He said, uh, yeah, acknowledge that if Mitchell Robinson is out Wednesday, it will impact New York's lineups. Fizdale didn't say definitively that Robinson would start even if he does play. Fizdale plans to announce his starting lineup tomorrow. So yeah, it sounds like even if uh, Robinson was fit, uh, Fizdale was saying there's a, a few clouds whether or not uh, Mitch Robb or Bobby Portis will start at center, which is just a real head scratcher. But I guess we'll see tomorrow if uh, Mitchell Robinson's in fact in the starting lineup or even playing at all. Uh, another piece of news was Isaiah Thomas, his left thumb. He's officially been ruled out for the season opener against Dallas. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. is also out with that calf that he's been hampered with in preseason. Hassan Whiteside rolled his ankle in the second last preseason game when he landed on Damian Lillard's foot. Damian Lillard's foot. But uh, apparently he's ready to go for the opener against the Nuggets. Uh, Markeith Morris, uh, he's got some low back tightness. This is pretty significant. So he's just questionable. But Blake Griffin is also going to be sidelined for the full month of uh, October. He's expected back um, November 4th. So if Markeith Morris is also out um, with that low back tightness, uh, Christian Wood becomes a very intriguing pickup. Uh, So that's something to monitor before tomorrow's games if you want to stream Christian Wood. Uh, Kevon Looney, his right hamstring, he said that he's 95% sure he'll play in the season opener and he'll also be the starter if he does play. Uh, Marquise Chris is dealing with a toe infection. It doesn't seem serious, but yeah, just another slight ailment slash injury to another Warriors big man. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, he had uh, what was suspected as broken ribs uh, in preseason, but allegedly it was 
the cartilage between two ribs, so it wasn't the actual bone that uh, got displaced. So I think he could be ready to go for Thursday's opener, according to all reports. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he said that he's a bit frustrated that he's been told by Mike Malone he will have a minimal role in the rotation to start the year. I spoke about this on a few podcasts ago about the hype guys. Um, Michael Porter Jr., I think if you have him on your roster, I think you can definitely drop him. This this, uh, new uh, piece of news about him having a minimal role uh, puts a nail in the coffin. So I think you can definitely move on from Michael Porter Jr., uh, Dwight Powell, uh, he's going to be out for the first, at least the first two games, according to coach Rick Carlisle. Uh, that puts uh, Maxi Kleber on the radar as a streamer for the first, or at least the first two games. Um, the Mavericks also play against uh, the Washington Wizards tomorrow, so a pretty tantalizing matchup. Uh, got a prediction that, yeah, Luka Doncic might get a triple double in that game. So that's my one uh, prediction for tomorrow, uh, versing the pretty depleted and low-talent um, Washington Wizards team. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, apparently he's ready for the season opener, but he'll be on a minutes limitation. So that's pretty good news for Brandon Clark to get some minutes at the backup uh, five and four. Uh, so that's pretty much uh, most of the interesting news that I thought I'll bring to you guys' attention for tomorrow's games. So yeah, straight back into it tomorrow with 11 game slate. Pretty excited for that. Uh, until the next episode, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fantasy NBA Stats. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please drop us a five-star rating and review. It really helps the show out and appreciate it. Uh, until next episode, catch ya.